Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. He charged me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Allegedly Bravo, a podcast about all things reality crime, specifically focusing really on the housewives. I am Cash. And I'm Lauren. How are you? I'm good. You know, I was thinking about our introduction today, and I was like, welcome to Allegedly Bravo, the podcast that is now about Erica Jane, even though all we talk about is how much we fucking can't stand Erica Jane. It's really an Erica Jane Jen Shaw podcast, but <laughs> yeah. we do try to, you know, <laughs> sprinkle in some other reality crime. And Take some breaks. I'm really thinking that we need to start talking about the Gabby Petito of it all. A thousand percent. And all of the other cases, because isn't there another case that's like unsolved right now? There's so many. And then just before. No, but I, like another one that's like major news. Uh, I there was another one. Well, just before I, we started this today, I saw that there was somebody um, missing who used to be a, or is a gospel singer. And she was in the hospital recovering from COVID. And then all of a sudden is gone from the hospital. And her kids are like, where the fuck did our mom go? I mean, do we just abandon ship right now and start a cold case podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. That is my love language. Yes, we do. Well, maybe we'll have to do a special segment on it because you guys, it's hot and juicy and it is, it's, oh my God, it's, it's wild. In, it's incredible. I can't believe that that Brian Laundry guy is just like hiding out, out in the wilderness somewhere, maybe allegedly, who knows? Allegedly. Well, and it really, it really does sound like his parents did give him their camper you know and he's out probably living in the alligator reserve who knows but before we get before we get too off topic we have a very special guest today we have such a fun segment that's a little bit different than what we normally do Mm -hmm. um we're not gonna do a lot of legal analysis we're gonna get more into like the fun medical side yeah exactly we're employing 
our medical expert, um, who you all <laughs> should be following <laughs> right now, go on your Instagram, open it up, follow at classic sky tops. I Press really follow. hate that name now. <laughs> Why? Well, you can't change it for at least a week. <laughs> I know. Okay. I well, here, let's introduce her. This is Leah, who runs the Classic Sky Tops um, Instagram account. Um, everyone go follow her. And we're doing a fun Girardi Health 101. Hi, so, girls. How are you? Hello. You know, I have my vodka rosé and, you know, soda that I like. So, or rosé vodka soda. Ooh. I'm very tired. Good <laughs> that for nurse you. life is exhausting but I'm ready I I studied up I have my notes I am ready to mention it all oh I even did my stretches oh good (laughs) (laughs) well we're both so so excited to have you here because I think though I was gonna say Lauren and I both know absolutely really nothing about the medical field um I did take a medical malpractice class while I was in law school you know, and I have gone to my yearly physical, but I think Lauren, though, you were going to be a nurse at some point. Is that correct? Fully. Yes. When I started college, I started college as a pre-nursing student and I like literally could not pass a class if my life depended on it. And I'll never forget one day, my roommate who was actually like smart and good at being a nurse um, came home from her hospital rotation and I go, how was it? And she's like, oh, I got shit on. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. Oh. And I literally, I kid you not, the next day changed my major to psychiatry or whatever and or psychology. I'm sorry, psychiatry. I'm high and I'm drinking <laughs> red wine. <laughs> Sounds like that psychiatry degree didn't happen either. (laughs) Either way, here I am still trying to pass the bar exam, but I did graduate law school. And for those reasons, that is why we have Leah here today to really break down the Tom Girardi of it all. The questions we have surrounding the insane stories of Mr. Girardi. I know. Before we get into like all of the nitty gritty of it, can you give us a little bit of background? You did mention you were a nurse. How long have you been a nurse? I have been a nurse for going on seven years, but I have been in the healthcare, mainly long-term care field for going on 20 years. I started in high school at the bottom of the totem pole as an activity aid. Then I worked up to a certified nurse's assistant, certified med aid. I mean, so I have long-term care is my bread and butter. What's and, that? Yeah. Sorry. All nursing homes, assisted living. Oh. I love working with, I mean, I just love working with old people. Um, God, I think that's a, those, that's a, that's a real specialty. It's, mm-hmm. it's demanding, but I think it's one of those things where you make more of an impact. You get to oh. know them. It's more of just an overall comfort to them because you really get to know them and it's like, they're not acting right. Mm -hmm. You know, something's off with them. And it's also, they're so excited to see you and so happy to see you. It makes going to work fun and exciting. It's hard when they pass, but you know, 
it is what it is. Yeah. God, we're all such different people because that is just like a level of empathy. I don't have it. It's hard. Um, especially with COVID this past year, it's, it's challenging, but nursing is, it's a calling for sure. Well, and we're being shit on does happen quite a bit. (laughs) I made the right decision by dropping that. But honestly, like, honestly, I've always said like there, I'm not really religious, but if there's a heaven, all nurses get an immediately admission. You know what I mean? Uh, Okay. I have a question. How many diapers do you think you've changed and butts do you think you've wiped? Uh, Um, oh God. (laughs) I mean, easily over a thousand. Easily, easily, easily. Different butts or (laughs) different butts. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. You see, you, you see it all, you hear it all. Um, I have had, I have had older couples that still very much like to put a sock on the door when they want to be left alone. Like it is, it is an entirely different world. And I loved it. Now I did hear though, that like the, um, you know, older folks home, the uh-huh. old folks home, if you will, um, is really a breeding ground for like chlamydia and stuff. <laughs> it is. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> we, yeah. Yeah. Just because I think it's a whole, oh, we can't catch anything. And listen, some of those old men play on player. <laughs> they be <laughs> they double just, dipping. Oh they just, because you know, the number of women outnumber the number of men usually in nursing homes. So yeah, like wow. and if, if they're of sound mind, if they're alert and oriented, we can't tell them, no, don't do that. That's a violation of their rights. We just right. encourage them to be safe. Oh <laughs> my God. <laughs> wild. Okay. So then my question, so you've said that you've been in long-term care for almost 20 years now. So does the majority of your career now like your daily day-to-day activities take place in a old folks home? Yep. Okay. I, so you're not in like a hospital or anything? No, I currently am um, a medical records nurse at it. Right now we have 115 patients in this, in this nursing home, including an entirely locked down memory care unit. Interesting. Um, so you are familiar with people who have dementia? Oh, very much so very much so so that's why it's hard for me with Tom Girardi it's like god I'm just not buying it yeah I'm not I mm -mm. why here's my thing no go ahead there's normal age processing like when you get older you're gonna have the God, who was I talking to or what was I supposed to do today? Just it happened. Yeah, natural deterioration. Yeah. But with him, he was still going to work. When you have dementia, you have no desire to go to work. Like you are not thinking I'm going to get up every day and I'm going to go to work like Tom was. Even Even if that's your habit, you just... 
it, everything kind of changes, wow. but, and it doesn't happen overnight. Oh, like I was going to ask you that. So does this just, so it, it, there's like a climb up. Yeah. Yeah. You start to notice some things and cognitive issues can be caused by a lot of different things. It can be caused by medication interactions. And, or it could be caused by lack of sleep. It could be caused by pain. It could be caused by stress. Just a lot of different things can make you just feel groggy. Um, normal aging, you just don't find enjoyment out of things. Like, man, I'm getting tired of going to work. My body is tired. Mm-hmm. Tom Girardi was still going to work in his 80s. And he was right. still practicing law. Like. Right. Cash, I know how many hours you put in because Lauren tells me. I can't imagine how many hours Tom has put in running his own firm. It's- yeah. And so, like, I mean, I definitely suffer from it a little bit of a natural fatigue after work. Um, <laughs> yeah. But what would you say? Because you said, obviously, there's there's normal symptoms of aging. What would mm-hmm. be, like, a cluster of symptoms that somebody would present that wouldn't lead you to believe that they were early onset dementia. We'll be back after a quick break. Finding Ruby is the incredible true story of a 16 year old tricked by a seemingly innocent Facebook message, a message that would lead her from the protection of the mountains to the nightmare of an online trafficking den. Her first message to me was like, hi, are you looking for a job? Ruby is hidden from the world, from everyone except her abusers. But she isn't alone. There is a team of people looking for her, and they will stop at nothing to find her. This isn't just the fight of her life, it's their fight too. Search for Finding Ruby today. Like, Tom Girardi is still being very social going out, being seen in public, when the quote unquote moving into the assisted living was happening, he was still out there dressed in his like Sunday brunch outfit. Mm -hmm. That does not look like dementia. He still seems very much aware of what's going on. So you think, so you think it's normal aging? I think it's normal aging. And I also think he knows how to win over a jury. He knows. Mm. He knows what will get him sympathy. Look at this old man. But like normal aging, like my grandpa's 87. He's older than Tom Girardi. He's still very much with it. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you get to be in your 80s and you just, you give up on life. My grandpa learned how to play the violin five years ago at, to deal with the grief of losing my grandma. He still goes into the office for half a day. Granted, he takes then half the morning off to go to the coffee shop and get the gossip with the other old men. Yeah. He still, I mean, he's on Facebook. He puts out this weekly family journal to all of us. Oh my he's God, still, that's adorable. He's so cute. But he's still very much active, but you notice like he takes a little bit longer to maybe respond to what you say. 
because mm-hmm. he's trying to he's trying to get caught up to the conversation. So but, so that's normal in terms of aging, but then somebody say like somebody who is suffering from dementia would not be engaged in normal activities and daily activities no. like going to the coffee shop or getting up like you said getting and going to work for a half a day or no. picking up a new habit. Yeah, no, they become very withdrawn. So they lose the, interest. I'm so sorry to interrupt. The, You're the okay. So we just saw a video that came out on Instagram a day ago or so of Tom leaving that long lunch with a couple of friends, uh, the good old boys club. And he, you know, I watched that video. I must've watched it 15, 30, hundred times. Oh, I was obsessed. When you texted me at work, I immediately closed my office door and just watched it again. (laughs) I, and I can't for the life of me figure out if, is he just being an old man or is he having a weird memory recall issue? Because when Tom answers the question of the, the reporter being like, oh, did she know? Did she know? And Tom takes a beat and then says, yeah, I think she knows. I think that reporter was playing dirty first and foremost, because they initially started with, how are you doing? And, you know, he gives that thumbs up, which I will say the thumbs up kind of, it hit me in the heart because my, my other grandpa that. used to do that all the time when he was telling a story. So I got a, it, you know, it softened me up a little bit. And then they asked about his assisted living, how it was going mm-hmm. and his response. But then they immediately go, do you think Erica knew what was going on? I could see him just being an old man thinking, oh, about the assisted living. Oh, yeah, I, think she does. I see. Yeah. Okay. He like did not clarify. Interesting. Up. See, that's what stood out to me. That reporter didn't go, did Erica have any idea about these alleged crimes that you're being accused of? Mm-hmm. Instead, it, we asked you about your assisted living, and do you think Erica knows? I mean, normal conversations with just non-dementia, demented, as they like to say, but I don't like to say that. Just I know, so I bad. feel, it sounds like a scary movie. Yeah, but even people that don't have dementia, Alzheimer's, cognitive issues whatsoever. If you are asking about one subject, but then you go to another subject, it's not uncommon for them to get confused. Right. You, I didn't even think about that. Me neither. Yeah. It was very like, huh? And so when his brother came in and stopped it, I think that was the right thing. Just in the fact of it felt like a trap. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. I mean, any sleuth paparazzi that's sitting outside an old folks home waiting for Tom Girardi. I mean, are we grateful for the footage? Absolutely. But was it done with the best of intent? No. No. We appreciate it. And God bless you. Yeah. God, like I I texted Lauren, he, that man deserves an Oscar for his investigative journalism. Exactly. (laughs) Now, does Tom Girardi deserve to get sympathy? No, absolutely not. Exactly. Um, And that's the weird dichotomy here of like, of like feeling bad for this like seemingly sweet old man like when we've seen him this whole time we've been like 
oh, he loves Erica. He's this, he's that. Like, we've just seen this like precious man who's just like Mm -hmm. glowing and smart and with it and and chubby in the cheeks. And then, (laughs) you know, but then all of a sudden we see him like sunken in and like his eyeball looks kind of weird on the left eye. And like, you know, and I think, yeah, if you look at pictures of like my, for example, grandfather two years ago, three years ago, same thing. He looks, you know, healthy and has collagen in his cheeks and all that stuff. And then like, if you look at him a week or two ago, like not so much, you know? Yeah. Which I think one of the best things that I was taught in nursing school and I mean, Lauren knows about this cash. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I had to do clinicals at a prison and you know, if you get convicted of something, you're in there, you don't get let out because you've now become this sweet old man. And they really told us like, I was sitting there and I was looking at these old men hobbling around with canes. I'm like, Oh my God, those poor old men. And the, the cops there were like, they're not poor old men. They, you know, he raped this many women. He killed someone. He did this. So it's like, we immediately see an old man and we go, Oh, forgetting. They mm -mm. just because they're old and sweet looking doesn't mean they're innocent. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't mean you automatically garner sympathy. It's just like a child that commits a crime. Like you see a kid walking around you're like, look how sweet he is. And it's like, Oh wait, he murdered 15 people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's not funny. Okay. Wait, I have a question for you. So you've, we've talked about dementia and we've talked about you being in, um, assisted living facilities can you talk about like have you been around somebody that has early onset dementia yes okay what are some examples of how they interact in society or in the assisted living facility like what are things that you see in with in the way that they respond to people interact they get a little bit more quiet almost like they're not um they're not comfortable. They're not sure if they should be um, like be around people. One of the big things is when we notice that they start acting a little bit funny, our first thought is, well, let's get a urine sample to make sure it's not a UTI because UTIs and older people especially can cause sudden confusion. Wow. Um, And then if, yeah. That's one of the big things. If someone's suddenly not acting right and they're of a certain age, it's like, well, let's check for a UTI. So because it would be obvious. It would be it that would be obvious. obvious. If, if it's not a UTI, but they're still acting odd, it's like, okay, well, then you look at medications. Did they start a new medication? Are they having an adverse reaction to it? Um, you look at these different things. It's like, okay, why are they not eating as much? Why are they still in the same clothes as they were? Why did they come out without their hair combed? Why did they, there's just little things that, Mm -hmm. okay. So Erica Um, would have picked up on those things, allegedly. If they were living together, she would have noticed. You would absolutely think. Um, Unfortunately, I have a family member who is in the onset and there, there were signs that were seen by various family members. Cause she was usually on top of it, knew everyone's mm-hmm. names and not just, I mean, 
Um, I have a big old Irish family. So this family member came from eight siblings. She was one of eight siblings. She knew all the siblings' spouses, all their kids, all their grandkids. Like she knew there's a hundred and some of us and she knew all of us. Wow. Suddenly it's, she's asking questions that she normally wouldn't ask. It's like, well, you should know this. So there are signs. You, mm. There are obviously signs something's off. Well, for somebody of Tom's intellect who had the success that he had in his career, balancing multiple businesses, mm-hmm. who we've seen on camera holding a very, being holding a conversation with multiple housewives, recalling a story from how old was he, Lauren? Seven. Like back oh. with John Wayne or whatever on set? Like four. 15, 16. He wow. was like, oh no, college, right? Wasn't he at Loyola or something? So wasn't that less than a year after, or like a little bit over a year after that story, he's being conserved? Like, right. what are the chances of somebody developing symptoms early onset dementia and declining that rapidly? Is it that common? Takes, it takes, if you think that there's something going on, they're going to run CT scans, like all the tests. They're going to do assessments. They're going to have speech therapy involved because um, speech therapy can also help with cognition. It's a huge, I mean, it's used all the time in nursing. Um, so I think one of the, the big things is if you think that someone you love is having dementia, you're going to run all the tests and those mm-hmm. tests can take depending on the time frame, it's going to take anywhere from four to 12 weeks to get all the results. My question is when they run these tests, mm-hmm. like, and they, like, what are they doing? Are they looking inside the brain? Are they having mm-hmm. them perform things? Like what would, it, what does a test for dementia look like? We'll be back after a quick break. I'm Shannon Jimenez-Sassone, a former NYPD misconduct investigator, a podcaster, and a videographer. I'm Nat W. I've been a social worker for a hot minute. Working alongside the police left us with more doubt than encouragement. Uh, We've tried in our career fields to be doers, and it still feels impossible. Is it even possible to work alongside the police and not be part of the police state? Fixing it does start with having the conversations. It's everything that you should know about the police. It's going to be a hard conversation, but it's a hard topic. Not an Arc podcast premieres Tuesday, January 17th on all streaming platforms. Well, I know for nursing homes and assisted living, when we get a new admit and then every year we do uh, mini mental assessments. And with mini mental assessments, we go through these list of questions. And one of the big things we do is we tell them four words mm-hmm. and then we say, okay, remember those words, we're going to get back to it. And then we ask them other questions. And then we go back and ask them, what were those four words I told you to remember? And then we, we base the score on how many they can recall. And that kind of gives us a good idea of, okay, there's some memory loss, but it's not severe. Um, in a hospital, a CT scan is going to show any deter- deterioration of the brain. Mm. Um, and it can also show if they've had a stroke, because when you have a stroke, it can cause issues with the brain as well. And you'll be able to see it. 
um, they'll do a lot of monitoring. They'll probably have them go to, you know, go to lots of different doctors, perform all these tests just to see, can they still do their ADLs, which are activities of daily living? Can they still put their shoes on okay? Can they still shave? Can they still follow simple commands? Can they wash their face? Can they comb their hair? Mm. And because dementia, dementia is not really a specific diagnosis, like Alzheimer's is a specific diagnosis, but Alzheimer's can cause dementia, which dementia is basically just the um, general term for a cognitive decline. You can have dementia with behavioral disturbance. You can have dementia without, you know, behaviors. Um, there could be other psychoses going on with the diagnoses. So with Erica and Tom, Mm -hmm. Erica is alleging apparently now all of a sudden it's not a fact, but that, um, he has the one with impairment, physical impairment. Okay. Right. Because he can't drive to work and like he couldn't do his daily tasks. Like would balancing the account book be one of those things that you're talking about? Yeah, you would not know how to do, you wouldn't know how to do um, finances like that. Like one of the examples that they'll give, if you Google um, difference between normal aging process and dementia, um, and I jotted this down specifically because with the finances, it stood out to me um, where Sorry, I have, I have my notes, my notes upon <laughs> notes, because I also saw the questions that people submitted. Mm-hmm. Um, you might, like in normal aging, like you might forget to pay a bill. Like, oh, shoot, I forgot to do that. Don't we all? When you, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when you have dementia, you have frequently shitty judgment with money. Like mm-hmm. you don't. I mean, you should not be money. But then that argument goes in favor of Tom Girardi, potentially. I mean, if he does, does, if he was having this early onset dementia, and like you said, like if there was an ability for him to somewhat function, I mean, he was constantly surrounded by people at his law firm. He was at home. He was out in social gatherings. Mm -hmm. So like there were so many people around him that could notice a decline, but it's like, I mean, it would have had to have taken somebody to step up and acknowledge it and it would have taken erica or some or tom himself to go to the doctor but erica said that she took him to that she had told didn't she just say when in the del mar episode that she told the doctors like hey something's wrong and everyone ignored her is that normal in fairness don't don't judge me i have not watched wednesday's episode yet uh, well, you're busy saving <laughs> lives, so. so I guess I the no judgment like in the morning. So <laughs> my my what I'm tired. I'm talking about is like this time last year, two mm-hmm. years ago, where you you know his cognition and cognitive function may have been declining slowly, mm-hmm. and he may not have personally recognized it or seen it as being an issue, or he had to go to the doctor people around him, there's a possibility that they saw this decline. What I'm saying is that it would have had to have taken Erica or Tom himself to go to the doctor because it's like, yeah, he could be declining, but I mean, people may have attributed to him being having old age. And it's like, he could have easily been suffering from early stages of dementia or memory loss. 
I think the bad thing in this situation is, unfortunately, it's very, very common when people are starting to get dementia, they might be in denial. They might be scared. Um, They're afraid to go get help because then they think, you know, you automatically go to the worst. There's lots of people that have some dementia that they're not stuck in a nursing home in a memory care getting neglected. Um, There's just that stigma with it, which is not fair. Now, I would imagine that if Tom was going to his yearly physical, the doctor would just do normal questions just Mm -hmm. to see. Um, I also think it's, awful of Erica if she was noticing this change in her husband who she loved so much she did not call the doctor herself and Mm -hmm. say I'm really concerned about this because as the spouse she that that was within her rights to call the doctor expressing a concern Mm -hmm. that's a question for Vince oh go ahead Cash what I was going to say is like going back to when we were talking about mental decline and like the Mm -hmm. difficulties with numbers and We have to, even though we came to, I feel like Tom's defense slightly by saying that there is a possibility like that, that argument could go towards and be in favor of Tom, you know, that he was suffering this mentor. He wasn't capable of dealing with finances, but we have to remember these finances, this financial fraud that was taking place was taking place for how many years prior? Yes. How many years was it going on? Yeah, exactly. Years, 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 years. So say that's his argument. Say he's saying, okay, I've had dementia actually for five years. So say, what would a person, so say his first financial kerfuffle happened five years ago, you know, where he started having issues balancing mm-hmm. his finances, where would somebody be at if they were in early stages of Alzheimer's or sorry, dementia five years ago, where would they be at now mentally? Like, would they be able to it, get out of bed? Would they be able to answer questions? It depends. Um, I mean, dementia is treatable. It's not curable, but there's lots of medications that can help slow down the, the progress of it. Let's just for sake of argument, let's say he's not on any medication and he hasn't had any, any assistance from the doctor. I would be shocked if he was still able. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to say that. It just kind of depends on what part of the brain the dementia is affecting Mm -hmm. because it doesn't just affect one big. How about this? This might help. So you don't have to give like a conclusory statement about somebody that you haven't had an opportunity to see (laughs) hypothetically, (laughs) like hypothetically, if there was an individual who was suffering or dealing with finances and they were starting to misstate numbers, confuse numbers, confuse bank accounts five years ago, where would they be at? Generally speaking, where would they be at mentally and physically now? Would they be able to get up out of bed on their own and remember to eat breakfast? Like, would they be able to get up and shower? Would they be able to go drive their car to the grocery store? Absolutely would not be driving. Mm. Absolutely would not. I like, could not see someone five years with a dementia diagnosis left untreated um, driving and not constantly getting lost. And like, so, especially in, I've been to California once and it was in San Diego. I don't know what Pasadena is like, but I figured if you have dementia and you're driving 
and all that traffic, no, you would be mm-hmm. causing an accident. You would be, you know, hitting curves or mailboxes. God forbid, like you're, you would be sensory overload. And so what would be the likelihood that you would have an ability to recall a specific memory from 60 years ago about, you know, you being in a John Wayne film? Like, are those like long-term, long-term memories you can, because I have a lot of my memory care patients who will tell me, you know, about their children. Okay. But they'll think I have to go and get my daughter from school. And, but they'll be able to name the school she goes to, but then they just don't remember like earlier in the day, their full grown child could have come to see them. But then, you know, but that's like 45 later, and has kids of their own and is yeah. not in school. Yeah, okay. That's four that's hours interesting. later to say, oh, it's almost time for my daughter to get out of school. They can remember stuff from so, years ago. For, so for example, my great grandpa lived to be almost 101. Wow. And when oh, he was, Lord. when he was 99, like I, I used to spend towards his later life. Um, I, we lived next to each other when I was in college and he would recall the name of our dentist in San Diego. And he would recall that like my grandpa paid, played professional baseball, like mm-hmm. the team he played for the position he played played and he would think when we were watching tv that my grandpa was on tv playing baseball but then he would forget the street he lived on yeah Mm -hmm. like that that you know the address of his house and so that makes sense though that he would recall the craziest memories from years and years and years Mm -hmm. ago but couldn't remember the simplest of things so yeah and it also just kind of depends on where it's affecting the brain is it affecting your short term your long term because there's all these different parts of the brain that hold different information. So, mm-hmm. but long-term memory is usually pretty spot on um, hmm. with and, them. And so dementia, do you just get it or it can be caused by um, like driving I mean, off a cliff and then being <laughs> unconscious for 12 hours. <laughs> oh my God. Can we get into the hypotheticals yeah. we have? Yes. Yeah. Let's, yes. let's get into the hypotheticals. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Go ahead, Lauren. You okay. Start. So I'm going to start with this hypothetical. <laughs> okay. A 78 year old male who's pretty with it drives mm-hmm. off a cliff of unknown height, unconscious for 12 hours outside <laughs> alone overnight with a broken ankle that potentially needs surgery. <laughs> Generally, how would this 78-year-old male who's been unconscious for 12 hours overnight present when approaching a hospital? <laughs> I just feel like a law school question. I know. <laughs> Can you tell I'm still traumatized from like, the bar? <laughs> like a nursing school question where they go, which one is the most correct? Uh, and they're both like the same. Oh, yeah. God. God. Okay. Course. So... Uh, what what's weather like in Pasadena at night? Does it get cold? Uh, probably uh, like low, like maybe mid forties. Probably at the coldest. Okay, it's okay. not. But I would say snow. no. But I would say probably low fifties. And when did accident happen? What month? Do we remember? It was summer. Um, it, I thought it was in or, January. Was well, this January? is accident number one. You know what? I think this it would is be not the robbery because based. 
depends on when they film the show. They film in the fall. I would I consider it, the the weather to be sweater weather. Maybe yeah. heel oh. boot. Yeah. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Okay. But an old man, let's, he was 78. Your skin's starting to get thin. Mm-hmm. Um, You're creepy as fuck. So you are chilled more easily. Yeah. If I just have a hard time believing this man got lost on his road, opened his door of the car, Jack and Jill down the fucking hill, laid there <laughs> for 12 hours. And this is what, this is what bothers me. There's no hospital record that he went. There's we no know that police. for certain. Well, I'm sorry. There's no police record, allegedly, of this accident. Well, TVD on that well, one. But, I mean, and yeah, hospital records, those are private. We, we, we shouldn't know that. But, right. But as of now, we have no indication that this incident okay, happened. Well, there's, there's no paper trail. So okay, how about this, though? Crazy Say there's no paper trail. What would you... Okay. Actually, let's ask Lauren this because you're okay. a nurse. So you would have, a, you would have, you would follow medical protocol. Okay. As if, a failed nurse. As a failed nurse. And as somebody waiting for their bar results. Yes. If your boyfriend had been missing for 12 hours and you happened to wander down the driveway and find them unconscious at the base of the hill, how would you respond? I mean... First of all, I would scream bloody fucking murder. I would be on the phone with 911 immediately, mm-hmm. freaking the fuck out, mm-hmm. alerting anyone within screaming radius what's going on. And You're I would be like, friends, panicked. Oh, I would be like, we are going to the number one hospital in the number one place in the world and you're getting fixed, whatever the fuck's wrong with you. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. If I can understand there not being a police record that exists. There may be a fire record. There may be an ambulance record. There's no record, way she could pick him up. But there's no way she did not call 911. I mean, for fuck's sake, people call 911 when a cat gets stuck in a tree, you know, people or like their dog's head. 911 when their McNuggets order at McDonald's is wrong. A thousand percent. And so it's, it's so difficult for me, for somebody who is so rational and so holds herself out to be so smart, would not do the first thing that comes to somebody's head and the most the, the number one response and co- using common sense would be to call 911 and it makes yeah. no sense to me that so i would call 911 if my boyfriend was sleeping too hard if you're looking for plump lips that last you need to know about juvederm lip fillers with juvederm volbella xc and juvederm ultra xc your lip look whether it's subtle or bold can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at juvederm.com today that's j-u-v-e-d-e-r-m.com add fullness to lips and adults over 21 with juvederm volbella xc or juvederm ultra xc do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you're 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. And not immediately responding to me being like, hello, you know. Okay. And especially the big, what caused him to be knocked out for 12 hours? Like, did he? Don't know. I guess rolling down the head. Like, did he get out of the car, realize he was lost? bumped his head and that's what caused him to fall and but again how does she know he was unconscious for 12 hours for 12 hours because exactly. he Remember told her she, that well she said at del mar which i'm sorry leah that you're not privy to this but in del mar okay. she she said um that um allegedly that is what tom allegedly had said and that when Dorit, no when Dorit was like, what the fuck? You're the one who told us all this. Like, did no. Tom tell you? She's like, allegedly. Kyle's face <laughs> when she said that. Kyle's like, wait, what? It's your story. Like, I know. That's I the moment that's, everyone. That's crazy. Like, okay. So Leah. Wise, though, oh, go ahead. It's, if you fall down a hill, old people fall and break a hip far less than Jack and Jilling down a hill exactly so how does he not have a broken hip and you not knowing they would protocol, break it far they would break their hip far more like my, my you would grandma have more broke, broke her hip like yeah. in the shower when she was young slipping i had i had a resident fall and bump into the elevator door and she broke her upper arm and shoulder like I mean. and it wasn't a fall down a hill you got some powdered sugar bones when you reach a certain age oh my god I my my aunt my aunt who was healthy was on a motorcycle and the motorcycle was stopped and it tipped over and fell over and she broke her hip yeah so for this 78 year old man who we don't know if he had osteoporosis we don't know if he has bad vascular issues he had glaucoma (laughs) oh boy I've known many of people that have broken a broken a bone with glaucoma, <laughs> but um, I think one of the big things is if anyone falls in a nursing home, assisted living, whatever, there is a fall protocol. The nurses and the aides are supposed to figure out what caused the fall, and we're supposed to write up a report that looks like a police report. That way, mm-hmm. if anyone reads it they can picture exactly where was, how was the person found? Where was the head? Where were the legs? Were they on their back, their side? Was there any blood? Was there any, like it's mm-hmm. this whole thing. But if they fall and it is unwitnessed, 
immediately we do a, um, we put them on 72 hour check. Neuro checks, there's a protocol. You get a full set of vital signs. You, you know, ask them questions to make sure that they're alert. They can answer properly. We check their pupils. We check their graphs, their hand graphs. We do everything. Mm -hmm. We do that four times. We do it every 15 minutes for an hour. Then every half hour for an hour. Then every hour for four hours, I believe. And then, I mean, there's this whole Project. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's a lot. It is a big deal. Okay. So then say this person, say you have a patient that has for some reason been unconscious for 12 hours, unbeknownst to you, you know, what would hypothetically, how would the 78 year old man who had been unconscious for 70 or 78 hours, how, <laughs> how would this how would a 78 year old man who's been unconscious for 12 hours generally present themselves? Like what would be their symptoms? What would they look like? Like, would they have an elevated heart rate? Would they have, could they even vitals? I feel like blood pressure would be elevated because it would be a traumatic event to the body. Mm-hmm. Um, I would for sure think they'd be dehydrated. They would be confused. Oh, I didn't think of that. You're laying out there for 12 yeah, you're going to get thirsty. Hungry, Maybe probably. You are going, and then you're going to check immediately. You are immediately going to check for head trauma. Is there internal bleeding anywhere? Mm-hmm. You felt you were found at the bottom of the hill or you fell down a hill. You're going to check for internal injuries. You're going to check for a brain hemorrhage. You're going to check for so many things. Um, so we would have been negligent for Erica Jane not to have taken... Mm-hmm. You're already to the hospital. If she, I mean, hypothetically, allegedly, a, allegedly, but if, like Lauren said, if she found her boyfriend like that, and that's how she would react. If, I mean, I'm not married, but if I found anyone I loved in a situation where they are on the ground and they, you know, they they've been late, like they've been missing all day and you find them on this ground at the bottom of the hill. Oh, oh you no. And so, oh, go ahead. like, you don't, you don't sit there in that state of, Oh my God, what's wrong with him? Like so, you would want every test right done. Now. Yeah. Well, okay. So that gets me to the next point. First of all, the information that we're missing from this hypothetical is how, these two individuals, one being Tom and Erica, got from the bottom of the hill to a hospital. Right. Exactly. Because we know we know he ended up at the hospital because we've gotten this outlandish story that allegedly he had suffered a TBI of some sort, correct? Traumatic but, brain injury. Okay. But then had a but then had a broken ankle. And there was discussions or advisement on behalf of Erica saying don't don't do anything with his head because he was out for 12 hours. Yeah. What, let's talk like, about the, that. That let's is a question. About the head injury. Yeah. Let's talk about the head injury. Cause we got so many questions from people, our followers asking like, how common is that for a layperson or a spouse of some sort to be able to override a doctor's order, order or procedure, especially an emergency if, situation with a head. Erica 
is the power of attorney for healthcare. If she is a proxy, what she says goes if Tom was incapacitated, if he was not able to state what he wanted. Interesting. Either okay. it being he was unconscious, he was in a medical um, coma, in a medic in a medically induced coma, if he was not a sound mind based on confusion, concussion, UTI, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, if Erica was the legal power of attorney, she makes the decisions and we have to accept that. So but there is a possibility. There is a possibility. But if the doctor is saying, I really feel like we need to do this. And the family, the P, the power of attorney is saying no, or the resident is, or not resident. I'm sorry. The patient is saying no, more than likely they had them sign. The hospital had them sign something called a managed risk agreement or whatever they call it, basically stating this is what could happen with you not listening to us, not mm-hmm. taking our advice. And by signing this, you are stating that you are fully aware of the consequences, but you refuse treatment mm-hmm. because that protects the hospital from coming back and getting sued. Mm. Because yeah, it's so stating like right a waiver. There, we yeah, offered like this to you and you said, no, you know, the risk, like a risk versus benefits type thing. So does a TBI traumatic brain injury affect um, anesthesia or like, why would that be the main issue? No, um, there's lots of people that have had traumatic brain injuries and they still go under. Cause there's I was going to say types. like massive car accidents or like, yeah. I had a friend who whacked his head real hard skateboarding and had to have brain surgery. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. like, that's obviously an injury, but he had if, to go under anesthesia. If a doctor is saying we have to get in there and operate. And if it's a life and death thing, then yeah, they're probably going to do it. Right. Like if it's but this was of, pins in the ankle, right? Yeah. Allegedly. And, like there's different types of anesthesia you can use. Now, does anesthesia affect elderly people differently? Yes, it does. Um, it takes longer, longer to get out of their system. They can, um, like something that would take. I'm kidding. Take, I'm, kidding. I mean, I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyone, I'm kidding. Anyone anyone die. It, no, there's always a risk. It's true. But, but, Joan Rivers. <laughs> oh, but like, oh, now I'm mad. Mom. Oh, Donda but, forever. Donda. But <laughs> God, that Joan Rivers thing happened when I was in nursing school and it made me so sad. I'll never forget it. RIP. Anyways, God, could you imagine what she would say about Erica's fashion? Oh my oh. God. The ponytail with the shower cap thing, the shower ring. <laughs> Her reunion dress. Oh my God. God. Dorit's fashion. Oh. Anyways. There's different anesthesia techniques you can use for a traumatic brain injury. I don't, if a doctor would, is telling. That would allow for him to go under. Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, old people with anesthesia, they might have more delirium, confusion, just feel puny longer than a like 20, 30, 40 year old would. Mm. But you have, that's just, you have these chemicals in your body. Every time I've been under anesthesia, it takes me about three or four days. Yeah. So, really? and. Depending on your body mass index, 
it could just hang around longer. So, and he was kind of chubby. I mean, as a chubby, chubby myself. He was short and stout. Well, teapot. You know, I just, I don't. So, I think the, oh, I think God. the takeaway is from this wild, wild hypothetical <laughs> is that it's very, Erica or the wife in this hypothetical could have potentially declined medical treatment for her husband if she was the power of attorney. Very, very unlikely if it was a life or death situation where she was being advised by multiple doctors that some type of surgery had to be performed. However, if she did say, I know absolutely not. And Tom was agreeing at that point. They could have signed a waiver of some there sort. There would have so, had to been something. So there has to be, I know we'll never get our little grimy hands on it, but there has to be a medical record out there that somebody has seen if it does exist. I, like, I would be, if I was at hospital, you know who Erica Jane is. You know who Tom Girardi is in California. If you see the most high profile attorney in the state of California in your hospital, you're going to bet your ass it's going to be a CYA thing, a cover mm-hmm. your ass. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure. And and if the other, were... I'm so sorry to interrupt. No, it's okay. I'm just taking a sip of my drink. It's my MO. All I do is interrupt all day. And not answer your phone or and not answer to your my voicemails. Phone. No, <laughs> ever. <laughs> uh. Okay, so, so if I jack go a ahead. hill down a hill, I will not call Lauren to come and get Don't me. call me. <laughs> I won't I'll answer. Be there for five days. She'll, get, she'll get she'll get high and she won't answer. Yeah. <laughs> be like, okay, God, so, that sucks. So now moving on, we briefly talked about his glaucoma, which is just another, you know, n- nail in his coffin. Oh God. But I will I will say, as Leah said, I know a many of persons who have suffered from glaucoma who are mm-hmm. highly functional functioning mm-hmm. individuals. And yeah. my dog had it, still has it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, isn't that why they make medical marijuana? Exactly. Yes. That's the number <laughs> yes. one reason. Everyone's got migraines and glaucoma down in so just I don't know LA. if and anxiety. Asked, exactly. I don't know if Warren already asked this, but does glaucoma and could glaucoma eventually impact your cognitive function or mental, or is it mm. purely based in the eyes? Okay. I actually looked this up because glaucoma, it does cause blurry vision mm-hmm. and there are eye drops for it. And ultimately you, you know, you can have, I mean, you could lose your vision, but when they were talking about it being cognition, it's like that doesn't make any sense okay so like generally they don't go well i looked and it said there is a type of glaucoma called normal tension that it's linked to have an increased risk for cognitive issue and dementia interesting but this this study didn't come out till the beginning of the year it was tom the main subject literally tom's (laughs) like here want some money like (laughs) oh my god he's like your test subject like that's fucking I hilarious. Always, I think people have always thought, but it's never been founded. Oh. But if he was having glaucoma, again, why was he driving? Because it makes your vision, your God, your vision, your vision. <laughs> your vision. 
you get blizzard. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not high. I might have poured my might have been a heavy pour with my rose vodka. <laughs> that is the craziest. If there's a if there is one takeaway from this entire episode, it's that that is the most insane drink I've ever heard. That's almost I mean, as bad as Sonia drinking rose with soda. I don't oh, know a rose a rose flavored vodka kettle or three olives has it, and then you just put a little club soda in it, and it's delicious. Ooh. And low no, I thought you were drinking vodka and rose. Girl, no. Oh, no, imagine. no, no, oh, no. Well, I am drinking straight red wine. I oh mean, my God. I thought you were drinking rosé and vodka <laughs> with soda water. No. Good Lord. Listen, oh I'm not God. much of a drinker anymore, but I don't even think in my drinking days I could handle that. <laughs> I'm mean, saying I learned, that's crazy. I mean, I learned my lesson in high school when I drank too much Everclear and I had my, <sighs> I was in flip flops and I had my feet by the fire pit and I woke up to my flip flops melting onto my feet. <sighs> I was going to say, did you, <laughs> did you catch on fire for the amount of alcohol that you no, had in your system? No, but I, uh, I lost my flip flops. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was cast out, not for 12 hours. <laughs> yeah, not for twelve hours. Well, no, you know, I gotta still kind of move tomorrow, so I gotta be functioning. Exactly, oh, it's, exactly. It's, it's my Friday, and I'm getting tipsy tonight. Oh, I <laughs> I still haven't even packed. <laughs> oh, well, Lauren, do you have only- any other any other questions about our dementia conservatorship? Hold crazy. On driving i do have a thing glaucoma. about the ankle go, oh, oh, go. let's talk about the ankle the ankle if a doctor is saying we need to put pins in the ankle like did erica say no don't do ankle surgery or did Correct. she she allegedly according to erica on wednesday's episode which you unfortunately were unable to watch due to the fact <laughs> that you're saving lives um, Erica said no ankle pins because of the anesthesia TBI and anesthesia. Combined. Okay. I'm going to be very honest. She's fucking lying. If a doctor <gasps> is saying, if a doctor is saying we need to do pins, that Whoa. means it is a fucked up break. He would not be walking. And I, okay. Only- so. So then that was our, that was another question we had. So after, because we, during the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, that season, when he, when he got in the car accident and broke his ankle, there's a clip, right? Of them in the kitchen and he's recovering. He's working from home. How, what's the recovery process like for somebody that has pins in their ankles? Is it a couple of weeks? Is it months? Is it a year? Is it rehab? If. If someone had broke their ankle and they needed pins put in, it would be, you would be getting home health PTOT at the very least. What's PTOT? What is that? Physical therapy and occupational therapy. Oh, so you'd have like a person there. You would have, you would be getting therapy services. You'd be walking with an assisted device. And I say this from two personal things. My grandmother was in a car accident and she broke her ankle. She, we had a surgery to reset it. Then they told her, you have to go into a rehab facility for physical therapy because you have to like with the flexion and everything, you basically have to 
make sure you're doing the exercises to make it strong. Yeah. You're not putting any weight on it. Right. So Mm -hmm. now my father, he was also in a car accident and he, he was in a head on collision and his right foot completely went to the side. So it, he had to have lots of pins and rods put in his, um, in his foot. And unfortunately a workman's comp thing, it would get infected. They would take him out. They would put him back in. He had like five more surgeries than he oh needed to because of his foot. Oh. You do not put pins and rods in the body unless there is no chance of healing otherwise, because oh. that means the bone is so broken. They, they have to somehow get it back together. But you wouldn't be able to let it naturally heal and then have a normal no. gait after that. No, no. So when, when your followers were submitting questions and one of them was like, what happens if you don't put a pin, if you don't put the pins in simple answer is you're not going to be walking around like he was around the house two weeks later. There's and no so, way. And so even like in those scenes where they have that party at the house and Lisa Rinna and Erica are wearing the same dress. Remember that where he's like chatting and having a good time with mm-hmm. them walking around like he would not have had a normal gait had he not no. had those pins in his ankle. No, because you have to think the bone either punctured the skin, like it broke <gasps> so good. It popped out of the skin or oh. it shattered in a bunch of different pieces. And that is why you put pins and rods in to try to, to try to rebuild it. That literally to to makes put... me sad. So, so glad you're she, not a nurse. <laughs> when she said that, I was like, that makes no sense. You, so if a doctor is saying we have to put pins and rods in for it to heal. Yeah. How is he walking now? How is he walking then? Without a cane or or a walker or anything. So, or a scooter, like something smells stinky. Sutton sprained her freaking ankle. And and that's what I'm saying. Something smells a little off. Something smells look stinky and fishy. With, look at the, the season of the OC where Tamara broke her foot jumping into a hot tub naked. And then like right. three right. episodes later, Shannon. So they were both in those boots on those. Yes. Okay. We may not have seen it on the show, right? Because Tom wasn't on camera all the time. Right. But I would love, love, love to know who at that office is willing to come forward and let us know <laughs> if he was on crutches it, in a wheelchair and if he was off of work as a result of this injury. Yeah. Because I mean, it's just so they're the ones that can corroborate said, it. She GMS. said something about the clavicle. It's like right, yes. Okay, Didn't that if, break? If a clavicle or shoulder breaks, even if you don't do surgery, you would at least have it in a sling. Right. You can't even do it to stabilize it. You wouldn't be liars. This is why it's and, so crazy. Like it doesn't having you verify this is just making me more aware of how insane the story is. And you, you have to think about his age, right? It wouldn't be shocking. A man of that age to have osteoporosis, to have brittle bone, to have all these like things, because you see a freaking 15 year old break an ankle and he's on crutches for a month. Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they have pain forever for the rest of and, their lives. And honestly, when somebody at that age, breaks a hip or a bone they generally die 
It, I mean, you decline. You That's decline so quick. Or they at least get a handicap parking spot. Yeah. Or end up I in mean, a facility. Like, yeah. now, now, Tom Girardi has plenty of money. I mean, allegedly stolen well, money. Plenty of other people's money. I have a comment but, about that later. Allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> but you would think he would have home health. If he didn't want this getting out, he would have a doctor come to exactly. his home. Exactly. He would have home mm-hmm. health. He would have an in-house nurse. Exactly. But mm-hmm. it's making sense. It's it's not. And for Tom Girardi to get out of his car, Jack and Jill down the hill, be knocked out for 12 hours, to be laying there and then be fine. He is not Captain America. No. He is not this <laughs> nine-year-old in this super, <laughs> like, medically processed body this is right you're an old man you are an old man you're an old man that's it i just and i know of oh go ahead sorry no go ahead i'm listening i'm going through my notes (laughs) i have a comment and i hate to do this to you since you did not watch last week's episode but lauren when they were sitting upstairs it was erica lisa renna and kyle richards Erica invites both of them into the the room. Mm-hmm. She gives the update that Tom's been conserved. He's going to go into this facility. How Erica's very, very deeply upset about it. Mm-hmm. How she feels like um, betrayed by his family. That his family's not stepping up to they take him in. Him. Did but... you hear the moment? Did you hear the moment when she was almost bragging about what Tom has done for her family and like how yeah. he paid for her mom to be or grandma to be in a facility? I was like. With other people's money. Right. Like, why right. are you still talking about this? Like, right. why wow. are you still? Yes, it was so cringeworthy to me. I was like, it's like, no, Tom didn't pay for that. It, that was supposed to go to a skin graft. Yes. Or a vaginal mesh bladder sling. Like, yeah, some vaginal I, or, rejuvenation. I don't know. Orphans and widows. Or that. It was just like, so crazy when she said it. And I feel like she made another comment. I was like, if you're trying to elicit sympathy out of your audience, like you are doing a God awful job at it and there's no self-awareness. No. And but that pissed me off so much. Upset? Why? You know, because in previous episodes, she sat there and she's like, Tom and I don't talk. I told him, like I told his lawyers, he has to stop calling me. Because he makes a comment and says, Although we're not speaking, he was still my husband of 22 years. And I still feel, you know, I'm, I'm concerned about him going into this elderly facility because well, then, of the way that people wait, because of the way that pe- people treat them and how oh, they're get fucked. I know. And then how their health, <laughs> their health declines rapidly and how she's concerned about that. I, I used to be the director of nursing for an assisted living community. So I would do the assessments on all the, all the admissions, I would go and see, are you assisted living appropriate? Because there's certain guidelines for assisted living. Um, so there, anyone can move into assisted as bad as it sounds. Anyone can move into assisted living if you have the money. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's be honest, it's a business. Now, if you need more, because assisted living there's a lot of people there that are independent with all their cares. My aunt moved maybe, into assisted living because yeah. her house didn't have air conditioner. So she well, moved maybe, into assisted living and flipped our house. 
Well, and it might be maybe your spouse died and you just want to be around people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not hospice. It's not you go in there. Yeah. It's like a uh-huh. dorm room with a chef. I mean, some of those assisted livings are pretty damn nice. You got a yeah. bar, yeah. you got a pool, you happy hour. Like, I mean, chlamydia spreading left and right. Exactly. Like, indoors. You got I some mean, stripper like poles. College all over again. Yeah. But yeah. I just, I, I don't enjoy. Kills me is a conservatorship. I mean, it's his brother, but I also think this is a convenient narrative. I agree. Uh, from a legal perspective, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, I think, you know, someone had asked if there's any, I don't know if it was you guys or someone else. They had asked if there was any long-term effects from a fall. Oh, uh-huh. If, I mean, if you're passed out for 12 hours, I mean, God bless. I don't know how you didn't have pneumonia. You didn't have all these other issues, but anytime you go unconscious and there's a concussion, it can have possible lingering long-term effects because that's a traumatic issue that went on with your head. Like you hit your head hard enough to be concussed and then you went unconscious. So it can be, I just don't think in the four years, three years when this was being filmed from his first accident to when all these allegations happened. Like Cash said, these crimes happened way before 2017. Mm-hmm. Do we think yeah, this, all that this behavior was ongoing and it sounds like what I'm assuming happened is it started off small and it was something that he did periodically throughout his career. And then it mm-hmm. began to snowball because he was, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul. So it was like mm-hmm. this, his, his debts consistently grew. Do you think at all that like him Allegedly. being married to Erica, he felt pressure to. Yeah. There's a lot of. Because mm-hmm. here's this old man. Here's this younger woman. I mean, yeah. she. She probably knew what she was doing being a stripper. It's like, like keeping has- up with the Joneses. Like she, well, because in her book, I read her book like a hundred times. She was, when she moved into that place, allegedly it was empty. There was nothing in it. And, and that's I, the style she picked for. I know. Right. I know. Right. But it's like, to me, I'm wondering if. Tom was like, wow, I have this hot lady who's mm-hmm. redoing my house, etc. Whatever you need, babe, go off. Yeah. Like here's all these men that want to be with her. But I think we, I think we can all agree. They, they had a little arrangement. Oh yeah. Did you guys see that? I think Bravo snark side shared it that Tom was caught out with a female companion mm-hmm. recently. I thought that was old. Was it old? I thought it was pre-assisted living. Mm. But it might but he's unless not living it, in the, he's not living in the assisted living. Yeah, that's, no, they had no I, record of him there. Oh, so but I thought that that video that we saw is him walking out of the assisted living. That looked like a business center. Oh, you guys! I thought he was in the assisted living this entire time. No, I think he wants us to think that. But what yeah, the where is he, he living? Oh, I'm sure he has another house Shut up. that Erica doesn't know about. Allegedly. I mean, think of all the houses he has that she doesn't know about. How 
thought that he was in, in a facility. Okay, here's, you know that when we first saw him after months not seeing him and he looked all frail and he had the yeah. face mask the on. The black guy. And, yeah, and it's like, what the hell happened to Tom Girardi? Um, but then we see him when he's moving in and he's in like his Sunday best. Yeah. Like going to brunch or going to watch his granddaughters. Always like, wearing blue. Uh-huh. You know, that baby Easter blue. Mm-hmm. And he's not trying to hide himself like here I am moving mm-hmm. into an you guys can't see my hand motion I like know. I'm doing <laughs> but he's making it very look at me here yeah. I am he wanted to be seen yeah like he's seen. for sure hiring them to take those photos well, and every person I had that moved into an assisted living the actual patient moving in they were in the apartment telling people where to put stuff mm. you weren't outside standing there watching people move something in that's huh. he wants us to believe the narrative that he's selling us but i can't figure out the video that posted yesterday yeah I mean, how do they know he was there i mean someone might have tipped him off i need to do more research on this because i'm absolutely shocked i just yeah. I think it doesn't even matter if you do research with half of it's a lie anyway. I know. I know. Yeah. That, well, the, yeah. You not know. this, not this, not this intense journalism we are doing right now. Right. <laughs> you know, right. I used to be a journalism major. Well, see, and it's paying off. You guys, when, there have been so many majors that have happened in this, in this zoom. I know. Oh my tried God. to be a nurse, but she didn't want to get shit my on. Asshole. And then apparently she went into <laughs> psychiatry. Oh wait, psychology. <laughs> I used to be a journalism major. Cash, I think you're the only one that's yeah. on track. <laughs> I was a history, political science major that went to law school. <laughs> I mean, oh it's my that God. kind of one in the same. That's yeah, so funny. that's the pathway. Um, okay, so, so let's wrap it up. Let's talk about, do you guys have, so I think we can all agree here that we are not really super believing whatever we're being spoon fed. Oh, no. Can't right. wait for that reunion though. Right. Um, but let's, let's share, do you guys have any criminal behaviors for the week? Uh, my <laughs> criminal, my criminal behavior is very literal. It's Brian Laundry and his family and mm-hmm. the aiding and abetting a criminal. That is my criminal behavior. I have nothing else. It's the only thing that's occupied my mind this entire, like the entire last two weeks. Wow. Lauren and I have spent hours talking about this on the phone, watching body cam. My boyfriend won't let me talk about it anymore. He's like, you need to talk about something else because I truly can't. Yeah. Mine's very literal. It's the Brian Laundry family and his parents are, should be ashamed of themselves. Do you think he's alive? Yes, I do. I do. Let's call I, them the dirty laundries. Yeah, the dirty. Seriously. But <laughs> I think he's alive because I think he's too big of a because at first my theory was that he was that he was going to go out and kill himself. Mm. But then I started to realize that he's too big of a coward. No, he's too big of a narcissist. Yeah, narcissist. Sorry. Thank you. He's mm. too big of a narcissist to do it. And he thinks that he's smart enough and he can get away with it. So in a situation like this, Will his parents like get in trouble for maybe aiding and abetting? If they he can. in fact did it, if he in fact did what we all are alleging, yes. If they wow. did what he, if all is true, what we hypothesized, yeah. 
Yes. But we don't know if it's true. So if he killed Gabby Petito, came home, and his parents were made aware of the allegations, or sorry, not allegations, the fact that he committed a homicide, and they helped him in any way or provided him money, told him where to go, and have not cooperated with law enforcement, they can be charged and prosecuted for aiding and abetting a criminal, tampering with evidence, whatever. Wow. Mm -hmm. That sucks. Yeah. But I mean, don't do shitty things. Yeah. Don't kill people. How about that? Yeah. How about that? Um, Okay. Leah, do you have any criminal behavior? Well, mine is not near as intense as Cash's. Mine's not either. (laughs) We're generally not. (laughs) I honestly, if I tell you good morning or like, and you say nothing to me, (laughs) fuck you, dude. I don't want to be there first thing in the morning. You know, I'm not that chipper, but if I say, oh, hi, good morning, and you act like I'm not around, it's like, okay, I guess I'm talking to a wall. Fuck you. And yeah. Warren, I know that you're about to move to the Midwest, and mm. your boyfriend and myself warned you that we always go, oh, 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 like, oh. we're about to, like, walk into you. Uh-huh. It bugs me so bad when I almost bump into someone at Target or Walmart or wherever, and I go, oh, excuse me, and they don't even acknowledge me. Oh. Don't make me feel like I'm invisible. <laughs> acknowledge me acknowledge me unacknowledgement is criminal it's criminal it's like it's it's like people that don't hold the door open for you Ooh. or like walk yes. through the door and they just let it slam in front of you it's like what the fuck what the fuck <laughs> it's like a, a scala and literally everybody yeah. walking through the in door. every door yeah <laughs> i mean i'll say this so if i get on an elevator it's like i don't want people in oh. i don't want to make the small no, talk, so door close door close door close that's an exception i just don't like that awkward all right <laughs> And I know, I'll be like, honest, hey. I use the elevator to fart. Like, I don't want people <laughs> oh, in Oh, you're one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Only if it's empty. <laughs> I'm about to change my criminal behavior. <laughs> Only if it's empty. Oh, it's my God. You know what? Great idea, actually. <laughs> okay, Lauren, what's your criminal behavior? Mine is mosquitoes. All parts. I hate them. <laughs> go to jail moving I, to Minnesota. don't tell me anything about they're like the size of cars back. shut the fuck up like, swear to god minnesota are you serious a, minnesota is the land of lakes Mi- mosquitoes like water. you're gonna be, yeah I'm you're gonna be scared. by stagnant water what do i do you guys it's too I late mean, honestly <laughs> honestly <laughs> we're moving in minnesota the lakes are usually further north and uh, you only have about three good months of Exactly. There. I'll be I'll be inside the whole time. Don't worry I, about Kate, me. Did she tell you that she's so excited to step on a leaf that's actually changing colors and to hear the crunch of it? I want to hear it crunch. Our <laughs> leaves are fucking slippery out here. Yeah, Lauren doesn't know. I've experienced fall because I lived in Northern California and we had leaves that changed and lived up in the mountains for a little bit. So it's crazy to me that that's going to be really a first for her. Like she's so excited. It's going to be fun, but mosquitoes are my criminal. You don't understand though. I mean, living in Southern California, growing up there our entire lives, you don't experience like your Christmases and Thanksgivings. It's 85 degrees. Like I remember they said, if it, I remember there's a local jewelry store that said, if it rained on mother's day, everyone got a diamond. If you went in. 
And it fucking never fucking rained on Mother's Day and no one ever fucking got diamonds ever. Wow. It was like, yeah. And it's May. And isn't the thing like April showers? Well, I guess May, it was a, it May, was and, May and April or May and April. They're different. Months. They're different. They're different. Okay. I just, I'm so excited for your Minnesota journey. Oh, we'll vlog it. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, me. Seriously, seriously, you have to. That's so funny. <laughs> um, okay, well, I think that wraps it up, you guys. I had yeah. so much fun. This was our I first special, first special guest that's ever been on the pod, and Aww. we're so glad it was our fave classic sky tops. Follow her on Instagram. Um, let us know if you want her back to do a deeper, deeper dive once we get some more information. I mean, we can I always her, do it. I want her on for the Brooks cancer scandal. Oh yeah. my god. That would be yes. that would be incredible. You don't mind. Yeah. Oh you know you what? Would, I would do anything for you. Oh. I don't wear your your sweatshirt out when I was walking the dog this morning, not realizing, and I sent I sent Lauren a photo of what my hair looked like. <laughs> <laughs> but the sweatshirt, fabulous. Are they oh, not yeah. the best sweatshirts? They are amazing. And I wish so, you guys could see the shirt I have on now. Cause it's like, oh, since we're doing this on zoom, you know, my little nurse shirt that says I'm a good nurse. I just cuss a lot. Oh, <laughs> oh that's it. so sweet. It's, I love it. But well, no girls, this was so, so fun. Thank you so much for asking me. You're Absolutely. welcome. We had so much fun. So everybody go follow Leah classic sky top C L A S S I C sky tops s-k-y-t-o-p-s follow us at allegedly bravo our website www.allegedlybravo.com and buy our buy merch, a sweatshirt it's like buy leah said they're cozy af that's bonfire.com slash store slash allegedly bravo dash store slashy dashy and you and know what what that, that sweatshirt's going to be great for fall and it's going to be even better for the skaters Oh, I'm going to be I mean, full sweatshirt for speed. I would love it if you guys would make compression socks so I can wear them at work. Oh my oh, God. For sure. I'll get right on it for real. Yeah. Okay, okay. Bye you guys. Bye. Follow us bye. on Patreon. Pa- Patreon.com slash allegedly bravo. Okay. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from everything iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget. Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.